1: strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of
2: God. Good evening to you. Bless the Lord and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. with the Volks. My name is Shelley.
3: And my name is June. Hi, everyone.
2: It's good to be with you as we conclude a week. Of- and if you've been with us, you know we are speaking about godly suffering, a vital very, very necessary ingredient in living for the Lord. And if you haven't heard the previous programs, I encourage you to go to our website and listen to the previous programs. We're going to begin where we left off yesterday. If you have your Bibles, turn to First Peter chapter 1. 1 Peter chapter 1, I'm going to read the first five verses. Again, the subject is godly suffering. Peter an apostle of Jesus Christ to those who reside as aliens scattered throughout Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, Bithynia, who are chosen according to the foreknowledge of God, the Father, by the sanctifying work of the Spirit, that you may obey Jesus and be sprinkled with his blood, may grace and peace be yours in fullest measure. Blessed be the God and Father of all Lord Jesus Christ What could you do but rejoice at these verses? What a glorious picture it, it shows through what Peter wrote. But God has a gospel that is greater than just rejoicing, although through all things we should be rejoicing, but there are going to be difficult times. So right after verse 5, we go to verse 6 in 1 Peter 1. In this you greatly rejoice. Absolutely, we should. In this you greatly rejoice, even though, now for a little while, if necessary, you have been distressed by various trials. Other versions read this way, because you are in heaviness through manifold temptations. The Amplified says may you, that you may be distressed by trials and suffer temptations. In other words, for the most part we rejoice, but sometimes we're going to go through sufferings, we're going to go through afflictions, we're going to go through trials. We're going to go through chastenings of uh, by God, which I can promise you, and I think you'll attest to it, that these are not very pleasing to our fleshly nature, but God wants to shape and form us in the power of his spirit, sprinkled by the blood, as the word of God says, that we might be able to go through all of these things. And the question that was asked yesterday, in fact, Judy said, after I stopped at verse 6, that there's a purpose for it, and God gives the purpose, and please embrace these when you hear the word of God. I'm going to read verse 6, and then we'll get the answer in verse 7.
3: Just to say what I said yesterday. Yeah, Junie. What's the purpose?
2: What's the purpose? In this you greatly rejoice, even though now for a little while, if necessary, you have been distressed by various trials. Say it again, Junie.
3: What's the purpose, Shelley?
2: the purpose is that the proof of your faith being more precious than gold which is perishable even though tested by fire may be found to may be found to result in praise and glory and honor at the revelation of jesus this is why we're tested this is why we go through things because our faith must be pure Our faith must be holy. Our faith must be continuous because the Word of God says, when Jesus returns, is he going to find faith on the earth?
3: And just quickly, a thought of resulting in...
2: The purification of our faith.
3: Resulting in... What? Joy and revelation of Jesus. I think of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego going into the fire chains by their wrists and by their ankles. That fire was heated 10 times. The people that threw them in perished from the heat of the fire. And there was a fourth man in the fire. So sometimes we can see this side of heaven, the glory and the praise and the revelation Because Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego Abednego came out of that fire, not smelling from smoke, not a hair on their head was burned, and the chains that were on their wrists and on their ankles were loosened in the fire. And that can happen to us, Shelley, because the Holy One of Israel is with us in the fiery trials of this life.
2: Really, and it's going to seem like we're, we're put in a furnace by by the, the fire of that we're faced with. But in that, that, we have to be enduring because it's going to produce in us an eternal weight of glory. It's powerful. And again, you know, I encourage you to read Hebrews 11, the faith chapter, and people who went through distress but they look for the greatest end of the matter. And that's the glory of God. So let's stay in first Peter and let's look at uh, chapter four, verses 12 and 13. First Peter chapter four, verses 12 and 13. Behold, do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal among you. Again, you just spoke about Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego. Beloved, do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal among you, which come to you for your testing, as though some strange thing were happening to you. But to the degree that you share the suffering of Jesus Christ, keep on rejoicing, so that also at the revelation of his glory, you may rejoice with exaltation." Juni, everything is leading toward the return of the Lord. Everything is leading to the coming in the fullness, the kingdom of God. We have to keep eternity in our minds, as you and I have said throughout the course of this week, that we need not to focus in on the thing at the moment, but see the ultimate purpose of God's chastening and the trials that God brings in our lives. Okay, let's stay in 1 Peter chapter 5 and look at verses 10 and 11, which really summarizes the things that we've been speaking about this week. First Peter 5, verses 10 and 11. And after you have suffered for a little while, remember, Paul called his trials momentary light afflictions. And after you have suffered for a little while, the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself perfect, and confirm, and strengthen, and establish you. Who wouldn't be waiting eagerly for this? And it's going to come through the trials. Let me read that again. It's so good. And after you have suffered for a little while, the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself perfect, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. To him be dominion forever and ever. Amen.
3: And when you hear or read going through a trial, my grace is sufficient for you. Oh, Jesus. Remember what Shelley just read.
2: So, again, what should we say? There is a full gospel, not a gospel that's just pleasing to us, but the fullness, and God is not holding back anything through his word. Yes, the glory of God brings salvation. But salvation is a bumpy road, as most of you know. And we need to be able to rejoice and receive the suffering as much as we receive the mercy, love, and affection of God. Would you not agree, Junie? Yes, sir. Yes. Oh, you don't have to call me sir. All right. So again, we started reading scriptures. And I'd just like to close so you re- rehear them in your hearing. Hebrews 5.8, although he was a son, he learned obedience from the things he suffered. 2 Timothy 3.12 All that will live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. Philippians one twenty nine, For unto you it has been granted for Christ's sake not only to believe in him but also to suffer for his sake. Matthew 5.10-12 Blessed are those who have been persecuted for the sake of righteousness for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when men cast insults at you at all times persecute you, and say all kinds of evil against you falsely on account of me. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great. And God's message, message throughout the scripture is, are you willing to suffer persecution and suffering? And Second 2 Timothy 2.12, if we suffer, we shall also reign with him. If we deny him, he will also deny us. James 5.10, Take my brethren the Take my brethren the prophets who have spoken in the name of the Lord for an example of suffering, affliction, and patience. So what was true for the Old Testament saints? What was true for the prophets? What was true for all the apostles who suffered? What was true for Paul who endured extreme pressure and affliction? But he was glorified by when he saw Jesus, and we will be glorified when we see Jesus because we've been obedient to the full gospel. Hallelujah. And read
3: Hebrews 11. Yes. Because it's really all about our faith in the Lord.
2: Because God said, the word of God says, when Jesus returns, shall he find faith? And we're going through trials that our faith will be perfected for that glorious day. This being Friday, we want to share with our Jewish kinsman, the Shema, which is uh, the heartbeat of Judaism. So if you know this, please recite it with us. Shema, Shema Yisrael, Yisrael, Adonai Yisrael, Adonai Eloheinu, Adonai, Eloheinu, Adonai Echad. Echad. Hear, O Israel, the, the Lord our God, the Lord, the Lord is one. one. Father, we declare your lordship over our lives and over the lordship of those who will listen. And We pray we would be men and women.
3: And children.
2: And children who will embrace the suffering, the trials, the testings, and the chastening of the Lord because we know this is all to perfect us and that, that we will be established in you firmly, that we will so rejoice when we see you or when you come back to earth. So we love you and we thank you for the sufferings that are making us the men and women of God that you're calling us to be. In Jesus' holy name,
1: amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelly and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252.